Look, the biggest podcast where you can learn them lessons. Line for line where you can learn from different sections. Made it out the mud, come tell your story, blessings. Never know who listening, never know who's stressing. Divine gave you a voice, come speak your honest truth. Line for line, go ball for ball, it's up to you. Wanna talk sports, gov, and politics? Wanna talk about where you from and your accomplishments? The line for line is really where you need to be. A platform that's really made for folks like you and me. You can find it all no matter what you seek. Whether you calling or you listening, tune in every week. All right, we are back on another episode of Kenosha's Most Watched, Most Listened Podcast. I have a very special guest in the building today. I'm talking about Bradford's all-time leading scorer. I'm talking about Wallace State standout, you know what I'm saying? I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself, young man. Go ahead. How y'all doing? My name is Demonte Nelson. Uh, I'm from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I'm gonna, As you know, he just said I'm the all-time leading scorer at Kenosha Bradford. Uh, I played at Wallace State this this recent year or whatever. So I mean, I'm I'm a hooper. This is what I do. This is my life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think a lot of people just want to know. Just take us back through like what it was like being the all-time leading scorer and just getting buckets for Bradford. Just take us back through that before you tell us about yourself. Well, I mean, buckets is just you know like buckets is just me. Yeah. You know, growing up as a kid, like I always got rewarded for how many points I scored. Uh-huh. CYC, I scored eighteen. I mean, my granddad, he used to hit me, okay, you score 18, I'll give you $18, $14, you know. So that's how I ended up getting my money from about 7 to about 11. When I hit about 11, I started scoring too many 20s, 22, 23, 24. So then he was like, nah, I'm done. You you know what I'm saying? You hurting my pockets with it. But uh, just getting buckets, that's that's what my dad, that's what my dad preached to me. Uh, I, I, I don't train to be a passer. I don't train to be a rebounder. Like, uh-huh. I train, I get my shots up, work on my handle. I train to put the ball in the hole. So in the game, that's what I look to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And for those listeners at home who don't know, who is your dad? Montina Nelson Sr. Let's go. We just had him on the most recent episode. That's all, that's <laughs> yeah, all I asked. That's twin. Yeah, that, man, that guy, <laughs> phenomenal trainer. Does he train you? Yeah, he's been training me my whole, as long as I, 21 years. Yeah. As long as I can remember. Yeah, what's it like working with your pops? I mean, it's, it's it didn't got to the point like, you know, like he, I, I gotta give the man all the praise, you know what I'm saying? Because one thing about it is they, they just see me and my performances, but they don't know what you get from me is him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I didn't learn, everything I didn't from the jab step to my shot. Like he just really taught me everything. So everything you, it's no Demonte Nelson, it's no DJ Buck, it's no none of my accolades I got. All-time leading scorer, none of that without him. Yeah. Now, what's it like when it comes to accountability, working with your pops, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to hold you to that golden standard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it's that that's the – everybody knows my dad's never been no yes man to me. You know, like he's always been my number one fan, but he's for sure always my number one hater and crit- critic. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he don't – it's not – if he sees it, he's going to speak his mind, yes, no sir. matter how I feel about it or – Go home to cry by my mom, cry to my mom about it. Like that's how I was growing up. Like it's it's tough love, but he always told me like, you know, don't don't listen to how I'm saying it. Don't listen to me yelling. Actually, listen to what I'm saying to yeah. you. And once I took that in and, and got that through my head, okay, maybe this man ain't so crazy. You know, he mm-hmm. he know what he's talking about. Yes, sir. So I mean, you my dad won't your dad won't point you in the wrong direction. He's not gonna tell you nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's he thinks wrong or that's gonna 
put you in a bad situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just take us a little bit about um just take us through um father time, you know what I'm saying? Where do you hail from? Uh I mean, well, my father, my father time with my dad, I'm we do everything together, you yeah. know, like so if if everybody in the city, everybody in Kenosha, they see me, they see him. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm almost in shadow. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you see, you see, you see rock, you see little black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go to the he go to the gym, I'm with my bag, right? It's always been like that. Yeah. You know, like our bond is is definitely beyond a a, a father, son. You know, it's like more of a he my best friend, you know. My just my right hand man. Like I go yeah. to him for anything. If I need problems with girls, I go to my dad. Need a problem with you know somebody messing with me or whatever, going to my dad. Like yes, sir. I got some good going on. My dad the first one to know. Yeah. Like, hey man, I feel <laughs> that for real. For real, fathers are very important. Yeah. You know I'm saying. Yeah. How influential is he to like the success of everything that you got going right now? Man, like I said before, like it's he he everything. Yeah. Uh, he everything to me, and I I uh, I'd say to myself. When I do eventually have a son and when I have kids, if my kid or my son don't look at me, how I look at my father, I think I, I didn't do my job as a father. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely respect that. Now, enough about giving him his father. You know <laughs> Let's take it back yeah. to you. you know yeah. Hey, tell us where you grew up, young man. Uh, I grew up in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, to be exact, from when I was a baby, we, we came up over there on the south side. Uh, majority of my childhood. I spent on five seven, you okay. know. So I mean, so. we moved a, a few different places, but Kenosha, Wisconsin. My original family is from Cleveland, Mississippi, though. Okay, that's well, where my bro, down south. For yeah, the down F. South, you gotta yeah. say south for the F. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. Um, how old would you say you were when you first put a basketball in your hand? Uh, probably about two. 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 Yeah, I was doing, I was doing three man weave. In the backyard with my dad and brother at like two, three. Stop playing. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> at two years old. Yeah. Huh? Nice. So it's safe to say your dad got you started with yeah. basketball as well, too. Huh? Put the basketball in my crib. Yeah. Yeah. When did you um first start playing organized basketball? I think about four. See, my first my first team I played, it was, I played up in the CYC. I think I was four years old. I played with like six graders or whatever. What? Two graders. Yeah. I remember I had a, uh, I played in a game. One of my teachers, her name was Miss Tuttle. Mm hmm. She came to see me play or whatever. I had, I think I had like four points. I had like four points when I was playing up or whatever. And I was just so happy because I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm already, I'm still short. So yeah. at four years old, I'm a baby. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? A little bald head baby or whatever. So <laughs> I scored them little four points. I was, hey. man, that's all I needed to do. That's so funny. You said bald head because let me tell you about this one time. Obviously, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm 28. How old are you? 21. 21. So yeah, so obviously I'm real good friends with Tori. I remember he posted a picture of you and one of your other cousins. You know, said so you were really yeah. little. I think it was the Polo Ralph Lauren boots when yeah. those were hot. You know, yeah. what I'm somebody posted on it. I was like, look at little Blackie in the exterminator boots, <laughs> bro. When I saw that, bro, I fell out. You know, what I'm saying it was like, they look like they're ready to stomp some yeah. turtles. You know, what I'm saying? I was like, man, that was like funny as ever, yeah. bro. For real, for real, man. Good old Kenosha. Yeah. So you said you were two when you started playing basketball. You were four when you played organized basketball. Yes, sir. Four years old. So where'd you go to middle school after that? Mahone Middle School. Oh, snaps. And yep. then, I'm pretty sure Mahone's still pretty new around the time. Yeah, it was, it was the newest school, yo. Yeah, and they had basketball there yep. too, right? Right. So yep. tell us a little bit about that playing there. Uh when I first got there, we uh me well, me just go back, me and my dad or whatever, we try anything. So we uh I got the sixth grade or whatever. We tried to push for me to play. Uh, you can't cause you can't play, it's no sixth grade team. Yeah. You gotta wait to seventh grade. So I first started off sixth grade. Tried to play up seventh, eighth grade, they wouldn't go for it. So I was stuck in intramurals. Yeah. 
I broke my wrist in the uh, intramural game at, at my home. I had like 50 points though in the dang. in the intramural game or whatever. Broke my hand. I was calling my mom, like, mom, I, I broke my hand, I broke my hand. But at the time, you know, I really didn't like school and I used to always call them fake and sick, you know, yeah. like come pick me up. I'm trying to go home. But I told her, like, mom, uh, my my hand broke. I can't move it or whatever. So she told me your hand ain't broke, or whatever, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. She come to pick me up. I go to the doctor. They like, yep, he has a he has a fractured wrist, fractured hand or whatever. So she like, man, my baby hand was broken. I said he was faking or whatever. She felt yeah. bad or whatever. But uh, I ended up leaving my sixth grade year. I went to Bullen Middle School. Bullen Bobcats. Yep, Bullen Bobcats. <laughs> Shout out them. <laughs> uh, then I ended up having to go back to my home. My mom didn't like what was going on at Bullen or whatever. It was pretty wild middle school. So yeah. it was best if I went back to my home. Fast forward seventh grade, I was geek, you know. I get to play. Uh, family get to come to the games or whatever. So I'm in seventh grade. I think we I went 12, 12 and 0, seventh grade year. What? Yep, 12 and 0. I was coming into my form. I really, I really couldn't shoot as good as I wanted, but when that next year, that eighth grade year came around, it was it was up. It yeah. was all three pointers. Stop playing. All three pointers. <laughs> baby stuff, huh? Yeah. Okay. Baby stuff. Let's go. How many, how many points were you averaging around this time? Eighth grade, I think I probably, probably about, aside like 21, 22. Yeah. You know? And this whole time, I'm pretty sure working with your dad, you yeah. were always improving yeah. your jumper and everything like that. Yes, as well sir. Too. Yeah. Yes, sir. So eighth grade, finished at Mahone. So let, let's go to ninth grade. I'm saying, where'd you go for that? Ninth grade was, ninth grade was pretty, pretty wild for me yeah. because uh, coming in, uh, being the youngest, you know, they, these schools, they want you to kind of work. You got to work. You get it when you older, wait till you're a senior, but. In my case, I, I was the youngest, but I felt like I was my game was more advanced. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because just the work and repetition I put in from being, you know what I'm saying, a small kid. Like mm -hmm. you so much older than me, the seniors all three, four years older than me, but I'm ahead of y'all because of the work I put in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I always came in, I had a chip on my shoulder. I felt like, okay, well, these older guys, you you really gotta prove to me that you, you know what I'm saying, that I don't belong because yeah. This is what I do. Like I work. This is my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. So I, I've never coming in. I, I, they, my dad tell me like when you step in between those lines, there's no age. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't never look at it. Oh, I'm younger than them. They should no. It, like we all hoopers. So they, I mean, when it come down to it, you gotta, you just gotta show me it. I mean, it, I, it started off, it started off bumpy. Uh, I didn't start off on varsity how I wanted, mm -hmm. but uh, it, it was just a, it was just a, a life lesson for me, and it, it just tells me to. To, to keep working, but that JV season, I think I played three games. Yeah. First game, I had jitters, you know, I had, I'm, I kind of was a little pissed because, you know, I'm like, man, I, I should be on, I should be on varsity. You know, this what I, at middle school, I, when I get on, fret, as, when I become a freshman, I want to play varsity. I want to be that freshman on varsity. You know what I'm saying? I want the, he's a freshman yeah. chance. I yeah, wanted yeah. all that. So I was a little, you know, I was hurt about it. But my first game didn't go so good. I think I scored about 12 points. Mm -hmm. uh, came back. Second game was against Franklin. A better game, 27. We got the dub. And, and this then, is your sophomore year, correct? No, freshman. Still, freshman year. Still okay, freshman so year. just so we don't confuse the listeners at home, what high school was this? For Kenosha year? Bradford. Kenosha Bradford. Okay, okay, gotcha. And another question is, too, so we don't – well, not so we don't confuse them. But what would you say to the, to the young generation who just have to wait their turn, you know what I'm saying? Like, when their time is coming, what, what would your piece of advice be for that? Keep your head down and work, you know, and, and when, when adversity hit, 
And when when things don't go your way with this sport or whatever, what you got going on in your life, you can't you can't you know don't don't fold, yeah. don't give up, don't give in because it's it's all to test your mental, mm-hmm. see how much you could take. You know what I'm saying? So if if you if you can't take and, and you're not built to last, I mean it's it's gonna be hard because mm-hmm. in everybody's path is tough. Yeah. And I had to come to realization with that, like. If it was easy, it'll be million. It'll be a million. Like teams will be full in the NBA. You yeah. couldn't even, you know what I'm saying? It'd be 30 people on NBA teams. <laughs> yeah. It was easy. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I just tell myself it's it's never easy. And whatever bumps and bruises I gotta take, and you know, I I, I tell myself I gotta go through the fire, you know. So and I, I think I'm built for it. Like I'm I'm the kid, you're not gonna break me, you know. Like I got a busload of confidence in myself. So Whatever it takes for me, I'm. That's just what it's got to be. I'm gonna do it. Yes, sir. How how important would you say having the weight was to where you're at now? Uh, it it definitely was important. Yeah. Uh, it showed me it showed me to 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 work and and use the little things as motivation. Okay, so if y'all not gonna put me on varsity, I'm gonna show y'all why I should be on varsity, and not that I should be on varsity, that I'm better than the players on varsity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I mean. That's that's what it that's what it is for me. Like when I when I okay, he's he he's not good enough to be on varsity. That's how I took it. So what I go do, I go out there. I gotta show y'all. And after I hit, I hit a forty. My third game, I hit a forty-four point game what? against Park. After that, it, we gotta get this kid up. You know, yeah. we gotta get him up on varsity, whatever. But the the whole thing with me is I I was waiting for that explosion to and 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 to capture that moment to show them like yeah. I belong. Wow. So I I just gotta know like just. Tell us what 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 you see when you're out there just dropping these insane amount of buckets. Like, what what goes through your head? <laughs> well, it like it it all goes back for me. Is is the workouts and the, the work I put in. Like in those workouts, I'm going as hard as I possibly can to get the game look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when it is time for the game and I get into my flow, it's just it's all she wrote. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm 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 locked in. So it's the the work is there. So all I gotta do really is just get into the once I get see two or three buckets go in. Oh yes, you may be in for a good game. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're still on freshman year now, right? Yep. So this was the second game you said you dropped third, third game. Third game Racine Park. Okay, okay. And how, how did that game finish? We won. Yeah, okay. Uh we all I almost blew the game. Uh oh no. I almost blew the game at the end. I think one of my teammates, they didn't they didn't get me the ball or to shoot the free throws or something. He turned it over and I kind of like dropped my, you know, I'm a freshman now. So I, I didn't come into my mental yet. So I'm out there. Oh man. What, like, what are y'all doing? I see, look up, see my dad. He's like, keep going. You got to finish the game. You got to finish the game. Yeah. But we ended up, uh, we ended up winning. I think we won about four or five points. Okay. Free throws won us the game, but it, it was a good game. I left the game. All of the, the racing park people, man, he, little bro just had 45. He, he had 45. He needed to help them on varsity or whatever. I had a whole little fan base or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had all the seniors rocking with me. So it was it was fun. So how would you say you finished off your freshman year at Bradford? Uh it was it was not not as well as I wanted. Uh just just because of I don't I didn't get the I didn't get the opportunity as as a freshman that I wanted. Mm-hmm. But I mean it, it was a it was a learning experience. So I'm not gonna say it was a, a bad bad year it just taught me more and it got me better for the next year yeah facts facts so let's transition to sophomore year how, how did your campaign go that year uh so, sophomore year it was it was like the that that summer coach leach really we we just talked about okay well 
our seniors was gone. Okay, it was my time. I was next up. You know, like, I had sophomore sophomore year. Yep. Yeah, I had nobody in front of me. Like it was, it's my team now. So it's my time to shine. Uh, I started off hot. Uh, like three, two, three, thirty point games in my first four or five games. Yeah, I got a news article. I don't know if any. I don't know if you ever. It was called sophomore surge. Sophomore surge. I don't think I looked up a lot. I didn't, <laughs> didn't see that one. I had a. I had an article. Um. It, the title was sophomore surge. I had, I think I had three, three 30-point games in my first five games. Three 30-point games. Yeah. This man is a walking <laughs> bucket, man. Three 30-point games or whatever. So I got I got a little little pub off off those games or whatever. But sophomore season, sophomore season was a great jump. And like I said, it's all about that work because uh when I my freshman year, my freshman year varsity number, I averaged like a bucket, two point six a game. What? When I came back my sophomore year, I averaged like twenty, like twenty on the dot. Oh my god! So I, I made a. And that's just effortless, huh? Uh, it, not too much effortless. It, it took a lot of work, but it. I, I try to make it look as easy as possible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah. So, what would you say? Um, what was like the most? I can't even talk right now. What was the best <laughs> takeaway from Bradford? Your time at Bradford. Best takeaway. I would have to say, man, it is it's it's really it's really can't no can't no one stop what what God or can't no one stop the the work you put in is gonna show no matter who's in your corner, who's pulling for you. Like it, even if the odds stacked against you, if you didn't put enough work in and you you just that, then it's gonna be able to show no matter what's against you. Like you only thing you gotta do is go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my God. Now, I know a lot of your family members. You come from, like, a just athletic family, like, overall, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's football, basketball, I'm pretty sure you even got some baseball in yeah, there as well, too. Yeah. Like, how, how well would you say that helps you, you know what I'm saying? Because, obviously, you got the guidance and support from other athletes who can do it themselves. It That support from my family is in, in the, the genes and the genetics in my family. is It all plays a, a, a huge factor in me, and it goes all the way to my recipes, my grandfather. It all it goes all the way back to him. Yeah. Uh he ran track, football, basketball, played football. My uncle, football player, basketball player. My cousin. I think like everybody, everybody in my family was active in sports besides my my girl cousin. Her name Torquinta Johnson. Mm-hmm. Shout out my cousin Mo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody else. Uh, my other girl cousin Alexis Nelson. She ran track, basketball. Uh, Dialo Nelson. He basketball player. Yeah. Father, you know he. He think he was the biggest bucket in the family, but yeah. <laughs> I got old enough where I could say something about that. I'm in that conversation. Yes, but sir. My brother, he was a sniper on the court. Like yeah. all that plays a factor. So I, I got got pretty good genes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now let's transition into like your college days once you left Bradford. Yeah. Well, before we do that, just tell the people at home, like, what was the total amount of points you put up at Bradford? Uh six sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. 40, what, 41, I think. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I really feel if 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 that fresh with that freshman year and, and a little, I missed a few games my sophomore year. If I played all those games, I could have, I think I could have got to 2000. I yeah. think I should have got to 2000. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Too bad we can't look back on it and cry over yeah. spilled milk, though, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? Right. So let's just talk, talk to a little people about what, what college was like to transition into college. For me, college, college was. Like I said, it's 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 a confidence thing with me. Like I had jitters. I was I was nervous. Uh, first first college experience I played at Pensacola State mm-hmm. Junior College, uh, Pensacola, Florida. So 
that was that was just a, a, a good experience because it just taught me how like everything can't be given to you. You know, like you you thrown into the fire in that juco life, that juco life is is cutthroat. So you gotta be it's eat or be eaten. Like yeah. everybody juco's not for everybody. And I always heard everyone say that before I got to Juco, like man, Juco not for everyone. Yeah. Like if you really, if you hungry and you you want it, then you gonna last. But if you are soft and you you kind of so so and you won't last because they are like those guys. Dog. And then it's it's grown men. You know what I'm saying? I'm an 18 year old kid coming out of Kenosha, Bradford, mm -hmm. weighing nothing more than 150 yeah. probably, like yeah. probably 145. So man, that it was it was a it was a great experience and. I mean, I, I loved everything about Pensacola. I had some fun playing out there with my guys, uh, and I put together a, a pretty nice season. Mm -hmm. What was it like out there? You know what I'm saying? Like just the overall weather, like the living life, and all that as well, too. It was it was beautiful. Uh, it got very hot, but it just it's like the 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 the, the weather out there is just bipolar. Yeah. Like it it can be 95, then it go to storming, all the roads closed. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But it it was it was beautiful. My school was right by Pensacola Beach. Oh wow! So whenever we you know after the season, before the season, we always at the beach, feeding the sand and you know just getting the scenery. Yes, sir. Um, so you spent one year there. One year, yes, sir. One year, and then where'd you go after that? Highland. Highland. Yep. Okay. That where is that located? Illinois. Oh, Highland Park. Yeah. Okay. Park. Okay. Yep. How how was that? Is that JUCO as well too? JUCO. Okay, okay. That was that I used that as a red shirt year. Okay, nice. Just that was to take my time, year, get yourself collected, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and just really study the game yeah. more as well. Yes, what would sir. you say you focused on the most while you were redshirting? Well, I was just my weight, uh, hitting the weights, standing on push-ups. After after Pensacola, all my guys was telling me like, you know what I'm saying, you gotta you gotta be able to in, enforce some some power. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I got tired of going to the rim. You know, people pushing me. I want to push. You know, yeah. I want to do the pushing. So I mean, I think that redshirt year. Definitely helped me, helped me with that. Yeah, like it helped me do exactly what I wanted to do. I got on the weights, uh, steady stroking the jump shot, working on my handles. It was just all, it all came together good that yes, redshirt year. Yes, sir. So, what would you say the biggest takeaway from redshirting was? Uh, another, another, another thing for me to just stay patient. Yeah, you know, like I mean, it's it's so it's it's kind of so hard to stay patient, like because you're constantly thinking about man, I'm. I want to reach my goal. You know, I want to get here. I want to play at the Division One because yeah. once you feel like okay, I could play there, you want to get there. You mm -hmm. know, but it's it's just a it just taught me college really taught me a lot of mental mental. I don't know. I don't know what I'm really trying to. A lot of like I don't like focus. It taught me how to focus. It helped with my mental. Yeah. You know, like I mean, it, it it was it just it just really helped me. Help me stay focused and help me stay like okay, this is the court. I gotta stay the course. You know, don't get discouraged because of these roadblocks ahead. I got a red shirt. You know what I'm saying? Coming in high school, I never thought I would have the red shirt. Yeah. But you know, it's it's just it's God has has the path already written. That's mm -hmm. what it was for me. So I'm I'm wasn't gonna force it or nothing. Yes, sir. That was actually gonna be a good question of mine. I'm glad you touched on the mental aspect of it. How important would you say the mental aspect of the game is? Mental aspect is everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if if you if your mental not as strong. I don't. I don't know how long you will survive. Yeah. Just because of everything's not gonna be peaches and cream with anything you're trying to do. And I realize that that's not with basketball. That's with life. You know, if you're trying to do something, if you're trying to rap, if you're trying to play football, you run a track. It's gonna be. You know, it's gonna be times where you feel like, oh man, this is probably not for me. You yeah. know, you gotta 
go through these roadblocks. But I mean, you you gotta if this is what you want to do, it's you gotta keep pushing. Yes, like it, like I said, if it's if it was easy, everybody would be successful. But everybody's not successful. Yes, everybody sir. don't keep pushing. Like it's 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 roads and it's levels. Like if once you level up, okay, I reached this level. I gotta go up another one. But getting to that next level, it's gonna take you. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take work. But it's all what it's all you get in what you put out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where are you? Where will you be playing this upcoming season? Uh, I got uh, I got a few options right now. I don't. I really, I really feel like I'm ready to take it to the next level and and make money and 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 play play pro. Uh, I mean, I, I could I could go I could go back to college. I got schools I'm talking to, pretty pretty nice schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a few workouts lined up, some combines or whatever, but. I mean, I gotta figure it out soon. This is about to be August, but yes, I'm really trying to. I'm gonna talk talk over with my family, see what they think. But right now, I feel like I'm I'm ready to be a pro. Yes, sir. Now you get a kid come up to you. Hey, just tell me a little bit about the journey, the grind that I'm gonna look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say they do have to go the route of going to a JUCO or whatever the case may be. What, what will be your number one piece of advice for them? That it's it's nothing wrong with going having to go JUCO. Yeah. You know, like it. it Jugo is is that doesn't count you out just because you didn't go division one right away or you didn't go. God, my guy Jay Scrub went to the NBA out of Jugo. Oh wow. You know, I, I got friends, Sadar Calhoun left my school at he left my school, went to Florida State, you know. So Juco isn't isn't a like a, a backup plan. At the end of the day, you're going to school for free. Yeah. That's the goal. But I mean, I I, I would just tell them if, if it's a grind and it's grimy, you know, like you if if you just got to get your mind right to I'm going and I'm taking what I want like it's no stopping me yeah that's what's up bro seriously do you have like nba dreams i'm pretty sure most people do yeah yes sir now i know you're going to say it's the chicago bulls you want to go through. <laughs> i'm only saying that cuz i'm a die hard bulls fan <laughs> yeah yeah i mean with with me it's it's i never really looked at it at what team i would go to or what city but if i would if i did have a choice to play on the team, I probably would want to play. Um, nah, not Lakers. That's I thought you were gonna say. I, I, not, I not the Lakers. I, LeBron was coming. No, nah, I, I ain't no LeBron. I probably would like to play in like New York, what? Brooklyn, or one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm gonna eat more of an East I was Coast. I say type. you go somewhere yeah. like that too. You get the keys right away yeah. as well. Too, you know what I'm saying yeah. seriously, you know. So I know this might stir up a little bit, but who's your top five like NBA top five players? Favorite players are who I got. Like in let's order. go with both. Let's go with both. Favorite I'm, top five favorite players. Favorite players right now, Kyrie Irving, number one, easily. Let's go. Uh, crazy handles right there. Devin Booker is second. Yeah, Mamba Junior. Yeah. Uh, I will have to say James Harden third. Trey Young is in there, and my fifth, Kevin Durant. Okay, nice. KD, KD, yeah. easy money sniper. Now let's go to like you think the top five top five of all time, which is all, hard in all there, time. Yeah, because there's so many right. different positions all and right. all that too. So I got Mike at one, LeBron at two, Kareem at three, um, Magic at four, Kobe at five. Mamba, Mamba, mm-hmm. no big man, no big man. Uh, I mean, I, I could I could go Hakeem. Or whatever, but I, I'm just just for my top five. I gotta have Kobe in my top five yeah. like that. That R. gotta R. he Kobe for real, yeah. Bro. Gotta be gotta have Kobe. Definitely gotta one of the have Kobe players I've ever got to yeah. see. You know, seriously. 
But yeah, man, we definitely appreciate you for signing the jersey as well, too. We do want you to sign it on the front, too, just so we can frame it, you know what I'm saying? And obviously have the front with yes, the Bradford logo on the side as well, too. Yes, Other sir. than that, this has been a great episode of Line for Line. I greatly appreciate you for coming through and rocking with us. Bro. Thanks for having me, Dale. Yes, yes, sir. Now they see you up, ain't never held it down, yeah, yeah. Back and forth, taking them trips, it's going down, yeah. It's going down, yeah. It's going down, yeah. It's going down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all. Bill was in the plex, pool with the mansion, accountant full of wrecks, podcast preaching, reaching for the stars, coops all foreign air, week of home massage. I can't speak for y'all, this was a dream I've been discovered. Last people try to stop it, I don't think that they recovered. Know my haters mad, they never seen it done with ease. Chase the dream and not the tease, that's when you hustling with means. Hey, dream big, be there for you when you alone and cold. God got your back, don't let them sell you what they never told. Hard work can get you things that you ain't never searched. Cause with the latest prayers, answer that you said in church. What you know about